Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. podcast starts now what's up everybody out there you are listening to stradio lab spoiler alert george is hungover i ruined it I'm sorry <laughs> um this is um this is our podcast uh i was gonna like do a formal like intro and then i was like what am i doing stop it what kind of formal intro i was gonna be like it's the only podcast about straight culture but also not at all we've been doing that a lot i feel like you've you've kind of it started out as a bit but now it almost feels like it's like part of the intro yeah suddenly the coons is me you could say well that's the issue with doing anything semi-ironically is that suddenly you know you find yourself uh starring in a marvel movie (laughs) (laughs) it's a real slippery slope yeah, I mean, truly, I remember, like, LOL used to be such a loaded term, and, like, in text, and I would be like, well, no, I don't say LOL, I say haha, and then I was like, okay, well, now, now I say LOL, ironically, and now LOL is just completely average and normal. I'm so lost with what you're saying. I've been saying LOL the same exact way for, like, 20 years. LOL has never changed meanings for you? It's no. never had different implications? I've literally, ne- it's always, like... It's essentially just like a, a a little nod to say that something's funny or or it's like a way to make something that's bitchy sound less bitchy. So you'll be like, oh, it's like someone's like running late and you're like, oh, that's fine. LOL. <laughs> 
But I feel like when LOL was first introduced in, say, the AIM days, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it, it meant something. It, it, had it a meant different... like you were actually laughing out loud on the yeah. floor. Yeah. Raffle. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, well, that was middle school me. High school me, like, doesn't say LOL because that's for children. Right. And then 20-something me is like, okay, now I say it ironically. And 30-something me is just like, yep, this is completely average and normal. No, it's just part of the conversation. <laughs> um, unlike LMAO, which I always try to say, and then I'm like, oh, God, I sound like someone's uncle. LMAO can't has not been repurposed in a cool way at all. And yet, that kind of means it's ready for it. This brings me to, like, something I kind of wanted to talk about, which is, and we, um, in fact, there was a piece that I had no uh, involvement in, in Gawker recently, about the, the, the idea of, like, the collapse of, like, irony layers, where you can never tell anymore what level of irony someone is operating on. And I've been <laughs> really struggling with this with the current Taylor Swift cycle. Uh-huh. I, like, thank you don't for understand. That up. I don't understand, like, what everyone's deal is. Do you, do people actually think Jake Gyllenhaal is, like, sad? Like, what are people talking about? How can you emotionally get behind that narrative in, like, a sincere way? It, it, it's so empty. So, okay. So, fine. It's not sincere. But then, but then what is the point? Like, what is everyone doing? I think... I think everyone is so broken and lonely that they're just trying to get to be a part of some sort of community. And right now that community is talking about Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal for some reason. I just don't understand, like, and I'm not, you know, I don't want to be a hater. And I also support women. But, <laughs> the like, Taylor Swift, like, the idea that you would watch, that you would first of all, like, choose to opt into a narrative where she is now the director of a short film and you're like got it that's crazy to me (laughs) i think it's it's very weird i taylor swift is a very i'm like i get scared talking about her because i'm literally like she's gonna listen to this and destroy us somehow like she has that energy where she's like taylor's always watching she is big brother um and she like I also just am scared. She's, I've never been able to get behind her, and I don't. I'm not a hater because I'm afraid of her. Yeah. But something about her is like I just can't. I wish I were a fan because she's constantly putting stuff out. She is like always building narratives around her personal life, which seem fun to get on board with. But it's never ever clicked with me, and I feel uh, sometimes crazy uh, for not being in, into it, it. It is there's something there's something missing uh, in in how I'm interpreting all of it, and I'm open in fact to being to to someone holding my hand and saying come through and let me explain to you what's going on you moron (laughs) you know maybe there is something i am indeed missing in the whole narrative and i will say i am i respond well to the idea that she's reclaiming her early work which is owned by scooter broad and she's re-releasing her albums however then i was like okay so these new albums are they do they sound different and people are like no (laughs) and i'm like wait so she's releasing like the same exact out i guess that is kind of like a baller move and i understand that and i respect that now in terms of like her directing a short film that's based on a song that she then released a 10 minute version of and in the short film it's like people acting out the song and it's about jake gyllenhaal who she dated for like two months yeah, and also, like, 
I saw this is like sorry to be um <laughs> sorry to do this, but I saw something. I saw a tweet that said Taylor Swift could do Brokeback Mountain, but Jake Gyllenhaal couldn't do Cats, and I was like, that's patently false. Jake Gyllenhaal has done Cats for most of his performances. Like he actually can hit that register so easily and better than Taylor Swift. If anything, Taylor Swift can't do Cats, and she did not have what it took to in fact deliver on that performance. And Taylor wow. Swift could not do Brokeback Mountain because then it would not be a gay story <laughs> oh my god i mean imagine if I, it was brokeback mountain but it was heath ledger and taylor swift that would make no sense <laughs> it would, <laughs> like that's just every other there's movie. nothing about that comparison is correct and then everyone was like replying like everyone's replying like i dot 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 and then the guy the original poster i don't know i don't remember if it was a guy or what gender the original poster was, but was like, I said what I said. And people were like, you're crazy for this one. <laughs> you know, George, when you started this zoom, your eyes were so puffy. You were like, I'm hungover. You were having trouble just sort of even having a normal conversation. And you said, but once we get in that intro, I'm going to come to life. And I said, well, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> and damn, if you weren't correct, that hangover has not softened that edge. Even one bit. You are giving cultural critic. You are giving, <laughs> Well, <laughs> I want to make it clear that it's like, I don't, I'm not mad at Taylor Swift. I'm mad at, uh, well, I guess I'm just mad at the person who tweeted that random tweet. But like, broadly speaking, I'm mad at like this machine, like, I'm mad at not being able, I hate not being able to understand a cultural narrative. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. I really get that. I mean, I've done that, as you know, like, it took me a while to forgive Lana Del Rey. It took That's me a while right, to forgive course. Haim, even. Mm-hmm. And, but once I did, it was, like, fun, and I'm glad I was able to get involved in that narrative and all of those narratives. But Taylor Swift is one, she's, like, the great white whale of that uh, <laughs> genre, where it's, like, yes. she's the final one. I can't, something is not clicking. And I've even tried. I tried to forgive her during 1989. And, again, <laughs> forgiveness in this sense... Um, I had a beef that was one-sided. It meant nothing, but... Well, for um, you, if you don't get something, that means that there's, like, that it, that, that thing needs to be forgiven. <laughs> That's what you mean when you say you forgave Haim and forgave Lana Del Rey. It's like, for, it's like, that it was a personal assault to you that they were popular without you fully understanding their appeal, and then you decided to forgive them for that. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to forgiving Taylor Swift, but today is not that day. Can I say something about Taylor Swift? I just like, I'm sorry. And I feel like there's no way to say any of this without feeding into, like, I'm sure there is some kind of unconscious bias that I'm overlooking in myself. But like, when I see Taylor Swift speaking, there is such an overpowering disingenuousness to her vibe. I like... Nothing about it is, to me, comes across as authentic. No. It's, it's, yeah, it's empty. Which is why, in fact, I was a huge fan of the Reputation era because I was like, okay, we'll lean into the to this persona. And I actually thought those songs were really good. I thought it was fun that she was doing something different. I, I like, do, that is the one Taylor Swift album that I do actually listen to willingly. I mean, Delicate's a damn smash. Delicate's a smash. A lot of them, like, um, I did, there's one called I Did Something Bad, and it actually has one of my favorite lyrics of all time, which is, they're burning all the witches even if you aren't one. <laughs> Queen shit. I'm... And that's implying that 
in the Salem witch trials, like <laughs> some of the witches deserved it, but they also <laughs> overstepped in burning even women that weren't witches. Wow. Uh, I Which kind of goes to show you what her general, uh, you know, outlook is in terms of um, solidarity with other women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've been listening to Mean, that song, by her a lot recently. I love that song for some reason. Sure, and that's sure. the positive Taylor Swift uh, input, yeah. I will say. No, for me, it's like, it's 1989 and Reputation. I was There was a brief moment where I was like, you know what? I get what everyone's talking about. Like, she was just pop enough that it was like, okay for me. I cannot do, like, if we go back to like, she wears short skirts, I it, I break out in high. Well, that's like, the I worst. Can't, that's I the worst truly era. cannot. Yeah, or like teardrops on my guitar. <laughs> it's not, I'm not connecting to that, and I and it's not for me, and so it's not you know I, and I recognize that. But um, um, I think we should bring in our guest. I feel as I almost as if we are holding her hostage. Well, yes, um, and we are silencing her. In fact, actively. <laughs> yeah, and there have I think been some points where she's maybe wanted to give an opinion, but it, we haven't properly introduced, and so it kind of right. felt like well, she doesn't want to overstep her bounds, and you know. And I don't actually know what her history is with Taylor Swift. <laughs> Well, maybe we should. And I ask. think it's time to find out. <laughs> um, so, please. I just what? <laughs> what? What's up? This um, what is happening right now is was my worst fear of how this would go. Oh no! Why? <laughs> well, this dynamic right now, which I love because when you the podcast guest speaking for the first time is such is such a such a fraught moment. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, Mm-hmm. I'm ter- I, and sometimes there's a little pause, and there was one. And I was like, maybe this is it, and then, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and then we both, and so, but I think we're gonna come back from it. It's well, no, I just want to say the fact that you're talking about this is like exactly it, it, it's chef's kiss, as they say, because one of our oh. signature, one of the signature elements of this podcast is that we talk about it as we make it, and. Sometimes we don't even, in fact, start a normal conversation until two, three hours into the recording. And so to come in and immediately be interested in examining the act of speaking for the first time means that you've, mm-hmm. as they say, gotten the assignment. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, no, process-based, 100%. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I really want to deconstruct what it means to be a third party on a Zoom call. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we do talk a lot about ourselves and our own process and sort of what it's like to host and sort of what we're uncomfortable with in the moment and what we're doing wrong and what we're doing right. But I actually, we never really dive into the guest uh, role and sort of what they must be feeling. Yeah, it's not really an empathy forward. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's selfishness first, of course. Selfishness. Radical Sometimes selfishness. Sometimes I do. I always surprise myself when I actually... Uh, Feel for our feel for our guests. Where sometimes I'll be like, "Wait, I guess we are asking them insane questions." Or like, "I guess we are making them do this like nonsensical segment." And sometimes it's like someone will not immediately respond in a funny way, and I'll be like, "Come on, <laughs> like, yes, get on board." I, I think about that sometimes. I'm just like, "Oh wow, I'm I'm the the world's worst person, and I'm the devil because I will invite someone to be on my show and then be like, "Oh my god." shut up you know yeah. like just yeah. stop talking yes totally you know? i'm trying but, to talk with my friend and you're like you know i don't know you that well and then i was like wait i asked them to be there they wanted to be here and i'm 
you know, I'm talk I'm I'm talking over them for no reason. Totally. And I have to edit this out so that yeah. <laughs> to preserve my own ego. I, I truly I feel the exact same way. Sometimes though it's the opposite. Like we do have like moments where we'll have a guest on and we'll be like, are they happy with us? Like we'll really be like looking mm-hmm. to them for like validation in a way that's also toxic. It's like it's not totally. really on them to like give you the confidence boost. It's your show. Like and just every be time fun. there's a, and like every time there's a guest that I want to impress and I'm like looking to them of like, is this good with you? Do you like this? They are like not even listening. <laughs> they're not there. I know. They're just like I know. Waiting for it to be their time to speak. Yes. Well, because for them, it's like they are going somewhere to essentially be interviewed, so to speak. Like, I, it's a conversation, but it's also like it's their name on the episode. Like, they're going and they're like, okay, well, I have to pull my weight. Right. And like, what but is the like right... You don't really... Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, really yeah, have I to. I know. Just like, yeah. it's very much like, just shut up and look pretty toots. That's kind of how I feel <laughs> right. about it. Honey, just repost it when we share this. That's your take on podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. with all that being said, I think maybe we should introduce yeah. our guest. Oh, yeah, oh. I guess. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, is this, is this one? Is, okay. So we're going to cut all that out. So Yeah, that's that's just okay, for us. Okay. So yeah. our next guest, I guess she Sorry. has a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's incredible. We're going to look to her for validation. Please welcome to the stage. Jamie Loftus. Wow. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> oh, thank you for doing it. Seriously, stuff. <laughs> Jamie, I want to give you an opportunity yeah. to kind of respond broadly to the conversation you were witness to. The Taylor Swift yeah. conversation. I always feel like inherently I, I I agree in feeling like insecure in my connection to Taylor Swift. Sometimes I get it. Other times I don't. I'm still um, my... I'm iconically friends with my friends from high school still, and mm-hmm. they Whoa. still to this day will make fun of me for something I said in like 2000 and whenever teardrops on my guitar came out, I like considered myself to have excellent taste in high school. And I would let people know what I thought about certain things. And I said at lunch one day, Taylor Swift is a flash in the pan. Mark my words. <laughs> you won't be hearing from this woman again. And I, I, have now been wrong for like 15 years i think at this point (laughs) like just a never-ending parade of wrongness and now she's like i feel personally attacked in a way that i can't forgive because now she's like going back and releasing the same shit again (laughs) that i said that we would never hear again and now we're hearing it for a second time and everyone still likes it right I do feel like everyone's very sick right now and people will look back on this time and the things that they were really getting into and feeling not good about it. The things that I've seen people attribute the word genius to recently baffles me. (laughs) I'm like, this is just a person having a fit on like, you know, I I don't know. No, I think you are absolutely right. I also think it's almost there was a first wave of everyone being insane obviously during like the worst of the pandemic but i do think this Mm -hmm. is like a very noticeable wave currently of basically people having like the post-traumatic stress this yes yeah this is dangerous too because people don't think that they're being that way anymore but they are exactly and now in public yeah no it's it's it, it really is i mean it's almost like uh it's almost like performance art that 
or the whole thing is almost too perfect. It's like, so she's releasing literally the same exact album she released 10 years ago. And then it's like parentheses Taylor's version. She has people doing like fan fiction about this three month. Re- like it's, it's all, it's just crazy. It's crazy. It is. It's fucked up. I do. I always forget that it was a three month relationship, which is so funny. And it makes me so I was returning to I don't know. I've been regressing in a very weird way recently and just like reflecting on things that used to hurt my feelings, but are now really funny, which includes music that a guy I had a three month relationship with made after I broke up with him. So I feel like I have been the Jake Gyllenhaal Mm -hmm. and if Mike I'll say it Mike (laughs) re-released re-dropped the songs he wrote about me in 2015 on Bandcamp and had it be Mike's version I would be um I would I wouldn't like it I wouldn't like it of course oh no oh no and I just want like I I do I don't want to be too um dismissive of the three-month thing because I do think you could actually be in a three-month relationship and then have it like really affect you for many oh. years oh 100 percent. but it's more the audience reaction that i'm confused why adding a short film it. about it like right. it's like you kind of already unpacked it i we hope but like, then also i am kind of like into the idea of it being culturally permissive to like it's allowed to be just as mad about something from 2011 as you were in 2011 and in fact you can monetize it like, yeah no, that is also appealing true. to me honestly what it what it reminds me of is like i've been recently kind of you know because we didn't do stand-up for so long i've like we all have been having to do like old material i feel like things you wrote like two three years ago and this feels very much like that where she's like oh yeah she's still touring on this like you know she's like yeah i guess i'll do the bit about my three-month relationship with jake gyllenhaal in 2011 right yeah i mean it's i i guess it's like i'm not like upset about it i did i am kind of surprised at how because she's done other ones, uh, like she's already released some of these, but for some reason it's like this specific. Yeah, album this one. People are I know. I don't know her. what. It, yeah, it, it it makes me very. Uh, it, it, again, it, it just it makes me feel it makes me feel crazy. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> sorry, I guess I'm out of. Sorry, that's to say my about contribution. As yeah, yeah. No, I think that was a beautiful <laughs> contribution. I. <laughs> I didn't I, watch the short film. Should I? I didn't either. Like, I didn't and either. I, and I'm sorry. I cannot wrap my mind around what would compel a person to press play on that. Like the idea that <laughs> you want to watch a short film directed by Taylor Swift based on a song that was released ten years ago, starring literal get it. bad actors. <laughs> and it's not even the they're bad faith actors and they're bad actors. <laughs> yes, and they're, they're crisis actors. <laughs> and they are. Crisis actors. I and and all the and at the end of the day, Dear John is a better Taylor Swift indictment song, anyways. And so I don't. Totally. I don't know. I don't know. I think we're. I think this episode is going to draw backlash. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm scared and, of and the I just Swifters say I'm sorry. community. I'm. Yeah. I feel like we're. <laughs> 
we all kind of have the same take, which we obviously don't screen guests for how their take on Taylor Swift before they come on the podcast. But honestly, maybe we should start um, because we need a balance. I mean, we need a diversity of ideas. And it's true. Uh, we need there needs to be intellectual I don't think diversity. That Dylan O'Brien is a crisis actor. Okay. <laughs> say that. Say I that. I'll say that. I'm sorry. What's and then the other girl's name is like Sissy Souk or something. I don't know. What? Wait, hold on. I, I'm looking it that, up. That could be true. I I don't know. I see a I see a teenager with red hair. I'm like that could be Sissy Stuke. Sure. Sissy Stuke. Wait, let's see. Sissy. Oh, the Sadie Sink. I was almost right. <laughs> Who's Sadie Sink? Sadie Sink is the woman in the video. I literally thought I thought I like didn't remember, but Sissy. Oh, Stuke she's the Stranger like, Things girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess. <laughs> Sissy Stuke and Sadie Sink are. I feel like. Close, but not as close as you're making it sound. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Okay. All right. So Sadie Sink. Listen, all my respect to Dylan O'Brien. Who's Dylan O'Brien? What is he in? Teen Wolf. Oh, Teen oh. Wolf. Okay. And then Sissy yeah. Stook is in Stranger Things. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I, I, I have nothing against any of these people. And if that's what makes you happy, then that's fine. You know who's a female filmmaker? Jake Gyllenhaal's sister, Maggie Gyllenhaal, who actually has a movie coming yes. out soon. So I recommend everyone go see that. <laughs> yes. I'm glad Jeez. you were able to prove that you weren't anti-woman. You're yeah. just anti this short film. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually starring Olivia Colman, who's a better actress than Sissy Stuck. <laughs> Ooh, is there anything? Is there anything more regressing to 2011 than like making a short film, though? Like, I feel like it's so, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, what is your angle here? Like, it's, it's also like, if you're going to make a short film. Pick. Yeah, just do. <laughs> and I don't like, you know, like this whole, just do the, have some adventurousness do like a Beyonce or like a Lady Gaga or a Beyonce uh short film where you're playing different characters and and maybe maybe Taylor Swift should have played the Jake Gyllenhaal role that would have been like an interesting twist wait okay so I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for all too well the short film which is Mm. very long I'm sure it's (laughs) Sissy Stuck as her (laughs) her (laughs) which her Dylan O'Brien as him, oh, and then in, and then in a cameo role, Stranger Things director and executive producer Sean Le- Levy as her's father. Huh. First of all, I'm sorry, but naming the characters page. her and him, it feels very like Darren Aronofsky's mother. Like it, it, it's <laughs> like that's. I feel like we've we've seen it. It feels very Zoe Deschanel and that guy. She and him. Who is that guy? And Ward. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, who was him? I mean, I'm sorry, but what is the difference between Taylor Swift and she and him? Longevity. Now you're going to get attacked. Now you're going to get attacked. I guess longevity, yeah. Um, Well, All Too Well, the short film, is screening at AMC Lincoln Square at 6.30 and 7.45 if we all want to go check it out. Should we all go? Jamie, you should fly (laughs) fly over. They're showing it in theaters? They're showing it in theaters. Do you Um, think she's trying to get an Oscar nomination for short film? (gasps) Can she do that? I guess she's legally allowed. Yeah, oh you can't like God. arrest her. <laughs> <laughs> we we will find we a way. Like to. Yeah. Um, well, care. Jamie, maybe if you just say into the mic right now that she'll never win an Oscar for this short film, uh, she'll just... win next week. <laughs> yeah, she'll she'll win very soon. They're having an emergency Oscar ceremony, and they're giving <laughs> Sissy Stuck the Lifetime Achievement Award. 
Um, should we do our first segment? Yeah, Sam, you're I, petrified that we're going to get fully um, destroyed for this episode. I am scared of the Taylor Swift fans. I am genuinely afraid. Um, yes, they're in the 30s now. I saw someone now, really taken still... down. I saw someone yeah. I respected really taken down for expressing um, a very lukewarm opinion about Taylor Swift yesterday. And it genuinely like kind of made my chest see like tighten a little bit yeah it's hard to watch what how did they get taken down they got taken down i mean i don't know why he would say this publicly it's that's it i was like that's just a thought for the inside of your Mm. head but he's like you know why is like taylor swift grew up extremely wealthy and talks like she doesn't and you can't say that you cannot say that um (laughs) and i just saw him be slowly by like Taylor Swift fans of all, like every conceivable kind of Taylor Swift fan, the Taylor Swift fans that are 65 years old and his coworker, like, you know, just like people that you wouldn't expect. And it was just a unanimous takedown. And um, I don't know. I just, I would never, I guess that that it is a, a big risk making a public statement about Taylor Swift. Yeah, you have to you you kind of learn over the years to um, not do that. <laughs> yeah, and and luckily no one listens to podcasts, so yeah. no one will hear these opinions. No one will hear these. Opinions. Is- <laughs> We're gonna. It's gonna be a private link. You you'll have to like email us to get the link to this episode. <laughs> we will screen you based on your opinion on Taylor Swift before you're allowed to listen to the episode. Yes, it's yes, I pre interview process. And yeah. again, <laughs> before anyone comes for me, once again, I've I've streamed Reputation. Many times. I genuinely listen first... to Taylor Swift often. Uh, for someone, yeah. it was no, just I, I would say I do. I would say I do too. Like it, it's not. It's not a. It, it's not everything, but there are. The, I think there's something for everyone in her oeuvre. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just that this specific short film is not. It's not for me, and that's okay. And one day I will forgive her. <laughs> one day i don't think we're ready yet i think forgiveness sam's version is a long way away <laughs> um okay uh, wow it's so funny i love um being gay podcasters and talking about taylor swift it's so classic i know it's well you know you have to return to a classic much like taylor swift uh re-recorded her entire album she released 10 years ago <laughs> It's true. I guess the only thing worse than that is recording a podcast where you comment on it. <laughs> yeah, for like a half hour. <laughs> yeah, it's like the only thing less original than what Taylor Swift is, is doing. So wow. congrats. Sorry. Huge congrats. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, All let's right. do our first segment. Yeah. Um, George, will you explain what it is? You're oh my so God. good at it. <laughs> you always do it. this. You're so talented at explaining what it is. And I suck. You adopt this voice when you when you ask me to explain it. Where you're like, George, please, daddy, please explain, daddy. I hate explaining what the segment is. It's like okay. so like clinical. <laughs> Jamie, our first segment is called Straight Shooters. And in this segment, we uh, want to determine your... Um, oh my god, I'm like unable to speak. <laughs> okay, really? I'm I, there's that. too much pressure Jamie, on this intro. Jamie, our first <laughs> segment is called Straight. J- our first segment is called Straight Shooters, and in this segment, we. Um... <laughs> oh my god! Come on, I'm like <laughs> George. You have to. <laughs> this segment. 
We explore your familiarity with and complicity in straight culture by asking you a series of rapid fire questions that um, are one thing or another thing. And you just have to pick one of those two things. And the one rule is you can't ask any follow up questions about how it works. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Sam. Um, Okay. Um, My first one's a a stretch. Uh, Taking astronomy or putting that ass on me. Um, I'm going to take astronomy. <laughs> the little red riding hood or the blue man group? Ooh. The little red riding hood? That's, mm, I'm having an internal dialogue. I, th- mm-hmm. mm, <laughs> I, the blue man group. The blue man okay. group. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Chex Mex, oh, Chex Mix, Tex Mex, or using Wix to make a website. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> what? Am I being bad? Wait, hold on. Am I awake? Wait, what? What was again? One more time. One more time. Okay, Chex Mix, Tex Mex, <laughs> or using Wix oh. to design your website. <laughs> um, check. Okay, I'm. Is I wonder? Is it? Is it straight to use Squarespace? Like where? Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a tough it one. It's a tough one is, for that reason. <laughs> is it? And is it straight to use Squarespace? Does it change if you've used a code? Um, right. No, I think that's true. I my instinct is that it's code more bang straight. Bang? <laughs> that's straight. That's straight if you use code bang bang. If you use code bang bang, that is straight. That's yeah. very straight. I would say checks mix of those three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Mario Kart or Maria Sharapova? <laughs> <laughs> Maria Sharapova. Okay, friend of the pod or enemy of the state? <laughs> <laughs> Easily enemy of the state. No okay. brainer. Kristen Stewart's English accent as Princess Diana or Lady Gaga's Russian accent as Gorgonzola Gucci? <laughs> <laughs> this is genuinely very hard. Um... I'm I'm gonna go with with Lady Gaga, but that was a very tight race mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. The San Francisco Chronicle or the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> um, the Chronicles of Narnia. Emily Ratajkowski or Pixar's Ratatouille. <laughs> Pixar's Ratatouille. Pixar's Ratatouille. Yeah. Correct. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah. Bow, bow, yeah. Bow. Was that the first one I got right? <laughs> I uh, no, I think um, I think you've actually gotten all of them right. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I think you got um, nine hundred ninety-nine doves out of nine hundred ninety-nine doves out of one thousand doves. <laughs> um, wow, wow, that was an incredible performance. I feel like that really snapped us out of. Um, I know, I know. The I'm Taylor's sorry, the, the Taylor Swift, the Taylor Swift really fugue took, state that we were it took in. To a, it is a fugue state, and it's her fault. <laughs> It is. Yeah, I think we can hold her accountable for that. It is. It, we have to hold her accountable. <laughs> okay. I don't. I, even mentioning her, I'm like, she's I want to talk about her more. I know. We have to talk. I know. Well, yeah. We literally can't talk about her more. We talked about her for. Okay. A no, we can't. We can't hour. talk about her more. I mean, this all started because before we started recording, I delivered some gossip that she was rude to someone we know. So is... take that blind item. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I like I that was fun gossip. That was I love I love when someone acts out a little bit in a way that makes them look dumb. Yes, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> agreed. Um, yeah. wait. Okay, let's do our topic. Okay, let's do our topic. Okay, Jamie. Um, would you mind introducing the topic you brought forth to the red table today, <laughs> and um, say a little bit about what made you uh, think of it? Okay, so the topic that I and I feel like this ties into the same like bizarro mindset that everyone's in right now is I'm seeing another wave of people publicly announcing that they're not going to be on social media for a while to mm-hmm. the point that I have considered it which is new um, and so I, I I feel like it is mostly straight people and in my like little in my feed it's mostly straight people with 300 followers and i want to interrogate <laughs> that idea of mm-hmm. taking a break from social media making a really telling everyone why and grossly oversharing in the process yeah. and ultimately having it be for people you're going to see anyways um what what is that <laughs> there mm-hmm. and why do i want to do it <laughs> uh, that's a great question this is Thanks. a tough topic because i think that like it is very true i feel like i the reason maybe it's straight people doing it i feel like being gay on social media has been lifted up in such a way <laughs> Like, social media is for the gays now. Mm -hmm. And so when a straight person is like, well, I can't get lifted up in that way. Like, I don't, it's sort of like, I don't want to play, I quit. Like, if I can't win, I quit. Um, That's almost (laughs) how I see it. So you think people are taking a break from social media because they're afraid of all the gays? (laughs) I think they're like, I don't, I'm tired of pretending to be bisexual on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's actually so true. People are taking a break from social media because they're tired of pretending to be bisexual. (laughs) If I yeah, if, if you see me disappear from uh, all social platforms in like a burst of flame right before bisexual visibility day, you'll know why. Yeah. Because I the pressure feel gets like to I you. can't hang and I can't. I'm just like I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want it this year. Um, I don't know. But it and I'm not. I'm not even like. It's not even the act of taking a break from social media, which I am very supportive of and probably should do more of. Mm -hmm. But it's the act of telling people that you're doing it. Like, that is the thing that is like, well, then you're just medically addicted to it. If you're so addicted that you have to tell people, like, guys, I'm not going to be around for a while. Like, I please don't, like, you know, 5150 me if I don't weigh in on the red discourse um yes the yeah i don't know but and yet i'm like i it's like the 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 right thing to do there is just to like not post anything for a couple weeks right like i don't know yeah. well it's almost it's like to to post that you're leaving social media is is so leaning into the worst elements of social media like it, the narcissism and kind of like main right. character syndrome to use a phrase for the internet is like at its peak when you think people want to know that you're taking a break from social media. Like, at, so at that point, you're too far gone. Like, if you're actually taking a break and then the entire time thinking, like, wow, 
I'm taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> or I also really like the post where when sometimes people do, I feel like this is more of like people with like big influencery followings that they mm-hmm. do where they will just, they will disappear for a while and then they'll come back with a bunch of pictures of like grass <laughs> and yeah. posts about what they learned right. during the break. And I, I, those posts I think are much better and funnier to me is the the return of like i went to montana i looked at not one not two but like three blades of grass right i like and i touched them all and i realized that i don't believe in getting vaccinated like that's the kind of post that like Oh, incredible. And then it's like, and then while you were doing all of that, you were documenting it for the purpose of creating content out of your big realization. Right. It's just everyone's so sick. And it's so interesting to me to watch the people or to watch the way the people are like performing, not being sick. Um, yes. When it's, Wait, yeah. okay. <laughs> this is actually so, what you're pointing to is, is like, so important, I think. And I've noticed more and more this oh. performance of like, people trying to outdo themselves with how healthy they are compared to everyone else. Like, I feel like I see a lot of stuff that's like, um, that's like that the tone is basically like, you guys are being really weird about this one thing that everyone's talking about. And like, I'm the only person who's normal and not participating in this. Yes. Yeah. Like like what I was doing with Taylor Swift. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of take that tone sometimes on the internet too. It's it's tough. It's a trap. It is a trap. And but and, it's and there's it is, everyone is really no way out. Yeah, I guess that, well because the only way out is a way that would not be documented, so you would not be able to actually see that someone found a way out. <laughs> right, right. Well, it's also yeah, social media. It's like, like yeah, I don't like like I don't like money like I don't like having to think about money all the time and yet I have to like social media is kind of the same way it's like you yeah even when you're opting out you're like still opting in by it being oppositional or something oh I see what you're saying yes it's like an impossible bargain because uh suddenly you've made a political statement by not tweeting yeah (laughs) right right yeah yeah. which then depending on who you talk to is like either you're being complicit or you are listening and learning. Like th- there's no, it's it's like th- th- you're in a in, in a in a trap. It's math. It like becomes of it becomes it's math, quantum and physics, I don't want to do math. It's like it's Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> I've like I've I've recently like found myself saying like I don't know. I've just been like saying shit recently, and then later being like, did I even? Where did where did that come from? Like, yeah. what, did I mean that there? There a couple of weeks ago, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't post like ass to my gr- to the grid anymore on Instagram. That phase of my life is over. And then I did it a week later, and then I like <laughs> issued an apology over text, and just, like <laughs> I was like, what is and what is that and what's going on there to post ass to Maine again? Which, as I was saying it to them, I was like. I don't think I mean this, but I guess I better just continue the sentence and then to send a paragraph to them to be like, look. Wait, sorry. Who did who you apologize I, to? Who were you apologizing to? The person that I told, I don't post ask oh. to Maine anymore. Oh, oh so you hadn't, before. I see. You hadn't publicly said you don't post ask to Maine anymore. No, no. And I can't say that because. 
You can't because I that can't would be false. I can't commit to that. That would yeah, be yeah, I, yeah. I will have I'll like wake up and, ha- and drink like two drops of Chobani coffee and do it. Like <laughs> Chobani coffee? I've been getting I have it with me. <laughs> like it looks like spawn Chobani coffee. I've never oh. heard of this. Ne- I didn't even know Chobani made coffee. I know them as more of a yogurt brand. Yeah, they're famously a yogurt brand, but they're pivoting into uh coffee which i think is i don't i don't know if that's i don't know i was skeptical of it but it is coffee yeah i wish i could and you you like it you like seek it out on purpose um it's just like the (laughs) just Uh, yeah i do i do (laughs) let people enjoy um, things (laughs) no she was saying (laughs) as if almost it was like put upon her and i was like well wait but you you buy this correct you yeah the only provided to you no, the store closest to me has like that, like what is that, like curvy jug? But it has like creamer in it, and yes. I don't like I that. Exactly so you have to get about. the Chobani coffee. I don't like whatever that is. That's nasty to me. So it's it has to be the Chobani coffee. Wow. But um, I have three drops of it, and then I take start taking pictures of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even. It's interesting. I don't think of you as someone who posts ass to Maine. Me either. I, I was going to say the like same a thing. Little phase. I went through yeah. a little phase, and I feel self-conscious about it still. Well, you know what though? Then, I'm. It's it's kind of like the ideal thing is like you can post ask to Maine and get the uh, get kind of a nice reaction out of that. But also because your overwhelming output is not ask to Maine, people still think you of you as an intellectual. <laughs> I just want to have a little intellectual ask to Maine every once <laughs> in a while. But if you it's do too many balance. like text-based posts in a row, I feel like people are like. Does she well, look gotta, like shit right now? Like, what's ass. the situation? Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, so, yeah. so you'd have to just like go hard in the other direction. Anyways, what I'm describing here is like the exact reason that I should log out of all of my accounts and never <laughs> mm-hmm. return. But you know what, though, I think you're pointing to something interesting, which is like the binary of basically the two kinds of posts are text and ass, and it actually <laughs> doesn't even matter what the text says. But I think social media use is a calculation of, and actually. You know, bear with me for a second. I think even ass doesn't actually imply ass. It just implies like a post whose spiritual, whose vibe is ass. Like there can be a text-based post that's basically ass. And there can be Hmm. a a photograph that's basically text. It's just like a post can either be text or ass. And the way, the, the bind of social media is that you can never actually find the right balance of text to ass posts. Thoughts? This is a thesis paper. I, this, I think it's genius. I and I feel like okay, and and going back to the topic, the, I feel like a, f- a temporary farewell. I'm logging out for a while. Post can deliver on both of those things in kind yes. of a rare way. Yes. Because you have to like post when you're when you're leaving for a while. You've mm-hmm. got to attach a picture, but also right. the caption has to be eight years long. It has to yes. be like, a book. <laughs> And I guess maybe you're pointing to some, it's the ideal post, I guess, delivers on both text and ass. Right. Right. Which, and and is that why you're telling people that you're leaving? Because you are going to get like this unique validation out of it. Yes. Yes. You're right. And I want that kind of validation, but I also know that I will not successfully log out. And that's and that's fun, too. When someone makes the post and then they're back one day later being like, I learned so much anyways. Yeah, like Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> exactly. Yes, classic. Yeah. A classic example. 
Um, a classically you, sick person on the internet. Have you guys yeah. ever tried a break? Yes. What was your break Did like? Did it work? Yeah. I, I mean, genuinely, when you take a break, you feel better. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> science. <laughs> like every time I've ever taken a break from social media, I felt so much better. I've read way more. I've like felt better just on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, there's just no question. <laughs> did you, when you came back, did you feel healthier? Did you feel like you had a healthier approach or did it like immediately go back to how it was? Um, I would say maybe within the span of like three days, it went back to what it was. <laughs> That's a pretty good three days though. Yeah, yeah. Have um, you never taken a break? I've never taken a break. I've... Whoa. Whoa. That's <laughs> yeah. Um, I just feel... I I think I have an almost healthy relationship with yeah, it. Yeah, I think you have a more healthy relationship than, like, than I Twitter do. Like, Twitter drives me a little crazy sometimes. Just seeing, like, mm-hmm. opinions, opinions, opinions. Especially when they start to feel, like, insincere and, like, everyone's just, like, repeating the same phrases. Mm-hmm. I really, like, start to go insane. Well, then you also find your... Well, may, I don't know. Maybe you're better at this than I am. But, like, I find myself then becoming that person. And I'm like... Okay, yeah. I'm basically just talking yeah. in like dumb Twitter language, and, and making the most predictable jokes, or or even worse, making the most predictable like contrarian statements where I'm like trying to you know prove that I have some kind of original opinion about something that doesn't matter. When I you're am bad, on... teardrops on your guitar is the last time you're ever going to hear from Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean, truly, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's so interesting I, that you. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Oh no, I was. I'm trying to think of when I'm because I. I guess I'm self conscious that I said I was had a healthy approach to social media because I don't I want think that you to do, be. Though I think based on you know compared to many people I know. But I think when I post, that's when I get crazy. Like because I'll post something and then mm. I'll like really care about the response in a way that's like extremely dumb. It's like it doesn't matter. Just like sometimes yeah. I'll post bad stuff on purpose to like try to shake myself of caring about the response. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'll post like something that means something and I'll be like hurt when it's like not getting what I feel like it should or something. And that bumps yeah. me out. Yeah. Uh it yeah, when you feel like you're I don't know, something you actually care about underperforms and you're like, oh well okay like let's walk into traffic about that yeah i guess i suck awesome i had the times that i've i've never i've taken short like a couple of days that felt much longer um and i've never made the post i've written the post but i've never made the post about taking a little break Mm -hmm. um i feel like sometimes writing it out does sell you on the fact that it is inherently a very like a confusing thing to do unless you're really going to commit to it and even so maybe still confusing but anyways uh yeah I found like when I came back after a break it like it went back to normal very quickly and it like for the first like day or so it felt like worse like I was like it like hit harder yes wait that's actually so true now I'm remembering that feeling that you're describing it's like because you na- you see with fresh eyes how uh, unnatural the whole experience is. Like when you're used to having just normal face-to-face or phone inter- or text interactions with people like one-on-one, you forget just how unnatural the feed experience is. Like that's just not how humans are meant to interact with one another. And to be mm-hmm. suddenly bombarded with like opinions of people you don't care about or you don't agree with or whatever, 
it, it's very jarring. Yeah, and then to feel like, oh, and life has to be this way for some reason. So I guess I <laughs> yeah. better <laughs> return to it. Uh, I don't know. I like, I it, it's if you're listening and you have like made a post like this, I I'm just, just like I have. interested in it. You have? Yeah. Wait, what? I have maybe multiple times. Wow, bearing the lead vibes. I mean, okay. certainly not in the last like three years, but like I, during the first wave of people doing that, I would it would never be like overly earnest, but I don't know. What would what kind of pictures would you use? Um, yeah, please okay, describe so, these posts. Are they still up? Oh God, I'll, I'll check after we record. I actually remember distinctly no. one of them. And I just want everyone to know, we know it's always weird to talk about social media and that we sound insane, but we're owning it. Yeah. We talked about <laughs> like, Taylor Swift and we're talking about social media. Get like, I'm just it. imagining an That's... imaginary listener listening to this and being like, oh, God, these people are have such, like, are so broken because they, like, think <laughs> social media is everything. It's like, no. We actually are, like, some of the most well-balanced people out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I distinctly remember one time I posted... The it was back when people still used gifs, and I posted the gif of Nick Kroll, or actually no, it was Jenny Slate and publicity saying it's time for me to take a work uh, to take advice from your bangs and grow, <laughs> and that was like my parting word to my public, which of course at that point was like two hundred people. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Wow. Uh, that's uh, so it was with a little so wink yeah and then did you commit to it that's my yeah i, I probably left for like a few months a few months that's a few impressive. months mm-hmm. what were you doing instead like reading books <laughs> watching wow. tv but you know working on my relationships <laughs> that's really powerful um yeah. here's believable is um, Lord's solar power the ultimate um, post about not being on social media anymore? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, well, I no, I think the ultimate post is the book, that, that book you read, How to Do Nothing. That's true. Talk That's about, the ultimate talk post. about a book length ass post about not being on social media. <laughs> I read that book about the, yeah, how you got to look at birds like that. That was a paraphrase. Now you don't need sure. to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the main takeaway was just look at some birds. They're actually much weirder than you think. So wow. <laughs> yeah. So you read that book. I just remember you being so affected by that book, and that you never, still never took a break. I yeah, I really liked that book, <laughs> but it. <laughs> Yeah, like um, sort of. I liked reading it. I don't. I don't care what they were saying. Um, right. right, right. <laughs> no, I. I liked having read a book. Yeah. Sometimes that's enough. I, I like the sense of completion. Um, no, it was like I considered taking a break, but it. I almost feel like the takeaway. Maybe I completely misinterpreted. I feel like the takeaway was more like, don't quit. Like, if you have to use it, you have to use it. But like, be aware of what it's doing to you and um, try to it's like examine it. Be mindful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's hard. I don't. I don't know. And, and now maybe I'm like maybe I'm projecting at the people who are making the posts, mm-hmm. even though it is insane. Okay, they're coming. Uh, they're. <laughs> this is Swifties. But I think I think part of the reason I would never commit to making a post about how I'm not going to post anymore is because I know I couldn't stick to it. Also, and but I, I think that's humiliating what... myself. Okay, so it's actually funny that you say that because now I'm remembering. Again, this was like years ago. I'm remembering actually 
thinking to myself, what I'm doing is embarrassing, but it is the only way I will stick to this is if there's a public mm-hmm. record of me having posted that I'm taking a break. Yeah, that's because so I remember being like, this is embarrassing. Like, and it's not something I would want. If I saw someone else do it, I would think it's embarrassing. But like, you know, what's even more embarrassing posting this and then tweeting an hour later, like, you know, um, in the words of Sudi Green, short guys eat box. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what's even more embarrassing saying you're going to take a break. And then not posting and then just logging into a different account that you have and uh, looking at all that of is the posts, which worse, I have also yeah. done. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. That's, that hurts. Yeah, I think I'm just um, like really outing myself as a very sick person. I, I, no, <laughs> I feel the same. I mean, it really is like as much as you can kind of, I feel like I, at this point, I've read so much about all these things and I have so many theories about like what it does to our brains and like I've spent we've all spent so much time thinking about it and we're not like just like blind automatons like logging in every day and even still you're basically just recreating the same behaviors as the people you imagine who don't have this kind of self-awareness like Mm -hmm. it's almost worse to know exactly what all the flaws to the system are and yet still participate in it also, every time I try to read a book, it's about how social media is hurting my brain. So I'm like, well, what's even the point of books at this point? <laughs> yeah, that's Say a great point. That. <laughs> Say what that. What's even the point of books? <laughs> I, I know. Isn't it a shame? I never. I, 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 isn't it a shame to like. I don't read a lot of nonfiction books, but like the idea that you would sit down to read a book and then the book would be about the experience of social media. <laughs> reading the book to get away from yeah, yeah i feel that way when i watch tv sometimes when like tv shows are about tv shows or entertainment i'm like no oh, yeah. i'm bummed out now <laughs> i know I we need more media about just like farmers yes please mm. god damn it and i'm actually not even joking i would love <laughs> to actually learn more about different kinds of people maybe some shows that are not about people who work in entertainment or publishing you know <laughs> that would be really cool actually and something can't no one has conceive. ever done can't even conceive of it yeah yeah that would be really really interesting <laughs> this is uh george you're starting a program to give voices to farmers who want to make tv shows yeah i'm definitely the right person to start that program <laughs> sure. you're, starting, you're starting an incubator you're taking... <laughs> I'm starting an incubator specifically for farmers to get in writers rooms and people are like so what like is your personal connection and i'm like i don't know i just like kind of want to see some better content out there <laughs> honestly it was out of spite i was just annoyed at my peers <laughs> yeah like i have no connection to farming i did not grow up on a farm like i just kind of i'm sick of people that are like similar to me getting jobs <laughs> And honestly, I don't even like farmers. They're weird, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm actually really elitist. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. my God. I guess I'm looking for a button to this um, conversation around... Well, can I say... Can I just ask one tiny thing? Is like, I want to go back a little bit to the idea of all of this being straight. Like... Yeah. You know, because allegedly that is the topic of our podcast. Mm-hmm. So, like... I guess there's there's a certain earnestness to it that's straight. There's a certain, like I said, like kind of main character syndrome type thing. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's not. It's a self help. Th- there's like a self help element to it, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's like 
there's also an, there's an optimism to it that mm. appears straight to me. That's totally. like, <laughs> yes, no, you're ap- That's actually exactly you hit the nail on the head. There's something like almost dare I say like bordering on religious about like I will quit in a big way. It will mean something, and then I will be good from now on. Yes. and it's sort of like I feel like queer people know. <laughs> Like, that it's never going to get better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're pessimistic in a different way. Right. Well, it's the difference between like thinking one big decision will change everything rather than being like, I'm in this for good. How do I minimize that? How do I like thrive despite yes. the, the obstacles around me? I straight people me always think they can make one big change. Mm-hmm. I'm going right. to move to Cincinnati and everything's going to be different. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, Wrong. No. Every problem will follow you. Yeah. It's going to be worse probably. Yeah, you're living yeah, in Cincinnati. In yeah, you're Cincinnati. gonna have to make whole new friends. Yeah, learn the roads. Learn it's the roads. It's gonna take a while. Straight. Yeah, the weather's different. You have to buy new clothes. I think for me, I associate it with straightness, partially just because it's something I've seen a lot of people, like a lot of like straight friends I had growing up have have done it over the years. And but just like the mix of like the kind of post that is both like extremely self-conscious but also somehow deeply condescending because yes. we didn't even get to that is like how those some of those posts the ones that are eight paragraphs long are like i'm gonna be so healthy so soon and you're and look at you reading this post you're so sick um so uh yeah the lack of self-awareness and and also the condescension that actually does affect me when i read it is uh it rings straight to me. Yeah. Well, and going back to Sam's, it's actually like very, what you're saying is like relevant to what Sam was saying about religion, I feel, because it's very much someone being like, I've accepted Jesus into my life, but I am part of an interfaith group. Like, it's okay if you're a different religion. <laughs> it's okay. Like, I personally will be saved, but that's just the journey I've chosen. Yeah. Wow. It's religious. It's religion is straight. It's so I, I'm, I'm very, I'm like happy you chose this topic because the other one was Mike's Hard Lemonade. And like, <laughs> what would that conversation have been? You know? I mean, yeah. Right, I right, mean, right. that would be a juicy one. Um, yeah, literally. <laughs> I, but I've honestly never had a Mike's Hard Lemonade. So I'm kind of glad we didn't talk about it. because Oh, I have. They were actually like, when I was younger, I didn't realize how, I kind of thought, the pinnacle of a good alcoholic drink was one that was prepackaged. Mm-hmm. Like I loved mm-hmm. a Bacardi Breezer or <laughs> a Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> like sure. I thought that was Good like, ice. in my mind, that was like the main form of alcohol. And then if you wanted to get all craft craft beer with it, you could make your own drink. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my this... lemonade is disgusting and it tastes like cough medicine. But it will get you so fucked up uh, that you'll like enter another. Yes, half a cannon you just like leave the planet i mean that that's honestly a great sell i kind of want to try one yeah <laughs> um i think we actually did get to the bottom of it i think so too in a way mm-hmm. that sorry we're geniuses yeah <laughs> sorry we're proud of ourselves we did it we did what we said that's how to do nothing and that's, that's ha- how to do nothing <laughs> and, and that's, that's how to do a nothing. book <laughs> we should write a book. That would be so smart. How hard could it be? Honestly, it's really easy. Isn't it crazy how many people we know that have written books? It's like... Sometimes, and this is a toxic trait of mine, when someone that we know writes a book, I'm like, no, you didn't. I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when, it's 
books also? Yeah, I mean, I can't even get into this, but sometimes you do open those books and look inside and you're like, oh, like, they'll let anyone in. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm, I, I, not to out myself as someone who's uh, supposed to be writing a, a book at this Whoa. exact time, Ooh. but it's, but they, I don't know that they should let be letting me do it, you know, because the, the podcast to book pipeline yeah. also the comedian to book pipeline yes is illogical uh, it it mm, I don't it's know. a different it's a different skill for sure i mean the comedian yeah. to anything pipeline is uh misguided inherently flawed <laughs> i know it's interesting that you do yeah that like everyone is basically like the act of being a comedian is just basically just like desperately kind of being a constant audition to do something else it's like please just let me do anything like i'll i'll write i'll, I'll act like i'll host i'll, I'll, I'll host <laughs> like, i'll literally I'll do, do a musical anything. i don't like, care yeah i'm just kind of like on a stage smashing smashing symbols so you can stop doing the job at yeah. some point like it's, it's hostage. so weird hostage. wow love it um let's do our final segment yeah i'll i can explain segment. this one okay because, because I, I did fuck up the other time. There was too much pressure on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's great. No, and that was my bad. Like I no, I it wasn't. I just couldn't like think of words. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Um, okay, Jamie. Our final segment is called shoutouts, and in um, uh, an homage to one of the greatest uh, elements of straight culture, we uh, give sort of a radio shoutout to anything that we are enjoying. Imagine it's 2001, and you're at TRL, and you're shouting back to your squad back home. Um, I actually do have one. Okay, I'll go first. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, what's up, all you freaks and losers out there? I want to give a huge shout-out to this one song called Only a Beer Can by Donnie Crosswell. This is a gay country song that I am... I've been friends on Instagram with Donnie Crosswell since I talked about him being a psychopath on Seek Treatment. I've never met him in real life, <laughs> but he is one of the weirdest guys I've ever known on Instagram. And he makes country music, and this track he put out is such a damn hit. I cannot stop listening to it, and I genuinely think you should all listen to it wow. only a beer can donnie crosswell one of the weirdest guys i've ever not met on instagram <laughs> Woo! oh sam you should do like outro music you should use that as outro music i will i will it's a hit wow i love i, I love a gay country who's that gay country musician who with the mask orville peck orville peck we stand we stand and donnie you know he's look he's doing it he's like kind of doing it playfully got it but it's it's really it's 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 really good well i love that there needs to be more fun maybe he should collab with taylor swift for the next time she releases red (laughs) in 10 more years that'd be huge (laughs) um all right i'll go next what's up listeners how's everybody doing let's face it it's difficult out there and that's why i want to give a quick shout out to that's right delicata squash the other day, I texted past guests of the pod, and in fact, I'm now realizing friends of Jamie Loftus, Julia Clare, and I said, Julia, what vegetable is in season that I could roast real quick and just have a quick, delicious side? And without missing a beat, this bitch goes, delicata squash. So here I am, putting on my little sweatpants, getting out of the house and running all the way to the farmer's market, and I said, yeah, I'll take six. Cut them all up into little pieces, put them in the oven with just olive oil, maple syrup, and yeah, some cayenne pepper, so they can get some spice in there. 
roast them for maybe 20-30 minutes, they come out, I'm just talking restaurant quality. You can put some mint on them, you can put some crushed feta, some like crumbled feta on them, you can do whatever you want. And let me tell you something, I am still eating them and they are delicious. It is like candy and because they're vegetables, they're healthy and actually make you look more beautiful. And so I want to give a shout out to Delicata Squash. Woo! Woo! Wow, vegetables make you look more beautiful. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Jamie, whenever you're ready, feel I've free. Really, I've really thought about this. I came prepared for this segment. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. What's up, perverts? Jamie here. <laughs> and today I'd like to shout out my favorite restaurant that no one knows is still open, American Girl Place at the Grove. Did you know? <laughs> that you can go to American Girl Place at the Grove with your friends as an adult? Did you know that you can get a three-course meal for $25 and you can drink alcohol and they won't cut you off? Did you know you can go to American Girl Place and spend a very little amount of money? The servers are extremely nice and the only trade-off is that you have to sit next to a doll. They won't let you not. They have dolls that you can borrow. They have a whole wall of dirty dolls you can take and you put them next to you. And if you don't have a child, you still have to have a doll. Uh, And... And with this meal, at no extra cost to you, they will also serve the dolls food. Uh, You can ask them to not do it, but they will do it. It is policy. Um, And uh, there's never a line because everyone assumes that that restaurant closed 20 years ago. It didn't. (laughs) It's still open at at the Grove. And I'm going to – I went last week, and I'm going to go back. Wow. Wow. I had no idea there was an American Girl restaurant. Especially one that serves alcohol. Right. That the alcohol part, I definitely did not know. But I'm thinking like I had three mimosas at American Girl (laughs) restaurant. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Did you go with friends? Is my question. I went with friends. I went with two friends. Uh, One who had been with me before, and one who had not, and really did not enjoy the, did not like (laughs) the pressure to have a doll. Right. Each person has to be accompanied by a doll. It's not just one doll with each group. No, you can't. No, you have to have your own, your own, your own doll, your own doll. Got it. Is it, mm-hmm. do you feel bad when you're there? Like, do you feel like, is it, like, is there pressure to be do like. I feel bad when I'm there. <laughs> That's a loaded I, question. I, 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 like, at a base I, level, of course. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do feel really bad. You have to feel bad to go there. But when you're but when you're there, it feels good. Okay. And wow. you can order oh my gosh, you the best thing is that you you get to say like I'll have the salmon at American Girl you know, <laughs> place so restaurant. Funny. And it's you know pretty what? good. I always think like who is the like who is the this is such a stupid question. Like who is the <laughs> chef there? <laughs> Like there is someone whose job is, is to be like the head chef Somebody at makes the American, the menu. Somebody American like... Girl Place. American Girl Place, and they're like cooking up a halfway decent piece of salmon. It's nuts. I mean, this is this is breaking news. This is incredible. I, I are there like this. a lot of and children? I'm sure there? there's one in New. And I'm sure there's one in New York. There are I, probably a lot like. Of children. There, there are, is yeah, one there in one. New York. I've been. I've been. Is I've it in been, Times Square? Um. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think it's like a little, a little bit out of the way. 
And I don't it's like in a really chic a block in the village. <laughs> <laughs> Patio seating. It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It's like Chloe Sevigny is there. <laughs> Blood Orange is performing. <laughs> it's usually like one birthday party and nothing else. And Yeah. <laughs> wow. God. Well, that's this is breaking news. I'm so glad you shared that with us. Um, and... Thank you for doing this pod. This, this is, is an absolute a, delight. I loved it. Oh my I loved gosh, it. thanks for having me. We'll do a I live show at the so American much. Girl Cafe. Yes. And we'll have they, you on. They need, uh, that's, that would be my one note, is that they need, they need entertainment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Specifically live podcasting. Yeah, they need a live <laughs> podcast show. <laughs> um, wow. Well, is this goodbye? This is goodbye, I'm afraid. Okay, bye. And there's only one thing that gets the job done. I don't remember much on the whiskey. Tequila never gets the guys to kiss me. Wine makes me cry.